I am happy to be selfish. I mean, whose business is it anyway? You know, if I don't want to have kids, if I want to live my life for me, then that's my choice. Hi, I'm Anna Olson, and you're listening to We're Not Kidding, a podcast devoted to sharing stories surrounding the child-free life. As a life coach, I'm passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered in their choice not to have children. And I believe that by sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in. All right. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm super excited for today's guest. Today, we are speaking with Dana Bond, who is a fellow Decora community member, and we got acquainted through a mutual friend. So yeah, thanks for being here, Dana. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, To start, can you just tell us all a little bit about who you are? And I am 52 and married for 20 21 years, and yep. I'm originally from Minnesota, came to college here and never left, and that's kind of my main story. Mother to one dog right now. We've had four others in the past, so happily a dog mom. This is, <laughs> it's my, my golden life. <laughs> I love that. Me too. <laughs> so, yeah, you mentioned your dog mom, don't have kids, was not having kids, like, a conscious choice or something you gave a lot of thought to? In thinking back, you know, we grew up in the suburbs of Minneapolis and you're you're just supposed to, you know, go to college, get, you know, find your mate, get married, have a career, then start having kids. That's just kind of like everybody's path. And so when I was in college, I had the college boyfriend and we were on that path. We were going to move to Colorado. He was going to go to grad school. We we're going to get married. And we never specifically even talked about kids, but just kind of thought that was the path. But then we ended up breaking up, which was my my choice <laughs> to end it. And then I went down a different path. And so, yeah, it just, then I spent my 20s basically doing everything in my power to not get pregnant. Yeah. And I didn't meet my husband until I was 30. Okay. And so, so by then, you know, then you're married at 30. He's 38. And it's just like, well, now we're newly married. And that's not, kids weren't something that most people have right away anyway. Right. And it just, we both worked for an archaeology company. He still works there. So we travel a lot. And it just, there was never a point at which we thought it would, it would fit. And we never really decided that we wanted that either. So it was, it just, it's not like I ever said I want kids or never said I don't want kids. It just kind of, you know, this happened and then this diverged me and then this happened and, and it just never, just never happened. And in the end, I just, I don't, I'm glad it didn't because I don't think it was my path in life. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like you were very focused on whatever. There were other passions maybe or other like things that you gave your attention to. And so it just and it was never something to kind of take that forefront. Yeah. And I mean, I was having fun in my job and being newly married. We our boss used to say that it was cheaper if we worked together because he got two shovels for one hotel room. And so we spent a lot of our time on the road. And, you know, I, I like that when I did that. And that's why I eventually I ended up leaving because I was just tired of traveling. But yeah, so it just it wasn't something that ever fit in. And we were having a good time just being you know, young, young ish and married. And yeah, and we had his brother and my brother both went down that path. So our parents 
had their grandchildren experience and they didn't need it from us. Yeah. And I don't think either of us ever got picked on from our family because of that. Yeah. Just seeing his brother's family. It's like, there's a lot, a lot going on with them. And so we were, we're always happy when we looked at that, just thinking, yep, glad we didn't do that because that's just a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Thus we'll get to the selfishness later. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm so curious. Like, I'd love to hear more about archaeology sometime, too. That sounds really fascinating. Yeah, it was, well, it, it sounds more exciting than it usually was. <laughs> Did you travel, like, throughout the U.S.? or No, mostly Iowa. We've, we okay. went as far north as Grand Forks, North okay. Dakota. My yeah. husband has gone to, like, St. Louis, you know, here and there for other projects, mostly in Iowa. Okay. So. But still a lot of when you're on the road. Yeah. yeah. It's a different mindset. Yeah. Cool. So something that comes up a lot are these terms that are kind of out there being used a lot in the child, in the non-parent space, I guess. So there's the term childless, which is often used for those who don't have kids by circumstance, either a lot of times infertility, that kind of thing is a part of the reason. So a lot of times I would say like, childless people are those who had wanted kids and and for whatever reason it never materialized for them and then child free are those who sort of like make this choice claim like yeah. I'm not having kids yeah yeah do you identify with either of these terms and I guess I don't really I mean I yeah. do like child free better because yeah I mean it's this it's not a sad thing in my life that there are no children it's like I'm happy to not have children but yeah I guess if anybody ever asks you know do you have children it's like no I have dogs yeah. And so I never really knew that in listening to your podcast, I am finding out that this is actually like a thing, a choice that people are making. And it's it's interesting to know that there is like a wider community that's purposefully doing this where I just kind of think I fell, you know, backwards into it. But yeah. But yeah, I would say, you know, yes, I'm definitely child free. But yeah, I guess I've never really labeled myself either way. Yeah. Which I think I kind of like that too. I mean, it's just like so natural and yeah. like this was just yeah yeah and with the the friends that i have i've had them for a long time which you have met yeah them. and i don't think i ever got judged by any of them because i didn't you know they've i've got two good girlfriends that have children and they still thought of me the same way <laughs> i still thought of them the same way so it was never a label that was put on me by anyone either cool yeah i think at least i don't think they did <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll find follow out. up conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I think that's really cool. I mean, I, I know we talked a little bit about that book, um, Without Children by Peggy O'Donnell Huffington. And I feel like it's an interesting point in time right now where I think that there are these terms that people are really kind of like rallying behind. And, but also like people have not had kids for centuries and it's like I don't know I just find it very interesting that like the terms are such a focus at least in the the broader conversation but like it's just a way of life that has always been Mm -hmm. whether it was labeled or not yeah I guess that's what I'm trying to say yeah have you ever felt judged because you don't have kids I don't think so because like I said my I think my mom realized you know early on you know after I went to college and relationship ended that I was going to go on my own path. And she already had grandkids through my brother and her second husband had five children. So they all had children. Yeah. So she 
has definitely got the grandmother experience and didn't need me for that. And so I never, I don't know that she ever really even asked if I was going to have kids yeah. either. So yeah. And like I said, friends just never seemed, you know, just never seemed to be an issue. Yeah. And the only times that I've kind of felt it is where I work now. I work in sports staff role in the college and there's a lot of people with children there and it's, and it's not being judged, but it's more like things I get treated a certain way work-wise because I don't have children. Whereas, you know, people there that have children, things are a lot more loosey-goosey and, you know, they get, there's certain things that they are afforded that I might not be just because, you know, you have to be, give them grace because they have children. And it's like, well, give me grace because I have a dog, yeah. <laughs> you know, because there was our our old system of compensation, like days off and uh, medical paid time off. Yeah. Parents, if you, if your kid had to go to the doctor, you could use sick days or sick time for that, but not to take your dog to the vet. Oh. So and it, that, that did make me mad. And so there yeah. were times when it's just like, you know, I've got this, like, there's just something wrong with my stomach and I just don't think I'm going to come to work today. And it's like, well, got to take Wally to the vet. And yeah. So, so I still, I got around that, but yeah, that did kind of irritate me right yeah but i don't think anybody at work is i don't think they care either way whether i have kids or not right yeah interesting like the policy side of it of who yeah. gets like what types of leave and what's an okay reason to take time yeah. off at work and yeah and i think it was when you're with lee and lee Ezekiel lee yeah talking with them uh, talking about um insurance and like paying more because you weren't on a family plan. Right. And yeah, that would make me mad. I don't, it's not that way now where I am and they've purposely made it that way. Okay. So good. that it's, so that all things are, are even no matter what your family structure. Right. Good. So that's good to hear. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Progress. <Sorry> to, yeah. <laughs> a little. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you haven't had like a lot of judgment around yeah. being child free. That is good to hear. Have you had moments of, like worry or regret feeling like you've missed out or might miss out by not having kids? I've thought about that before. And just the only, I think, regret that I have is that I wouldn't know what it's like to be pregnant or to give birth. But yeah. I think, you know, I think like a day being pregnant and then I'd be like, oh, I've had enough of this and labor would be like 10 minutes and I'd be like, can't do this. I'm not. But it's just, you know, that part of, of being a woman that, you know, I won't have that. But otherwise... Yeah. Other than also maybe, you know, who's going to take care of me when I'm old. Right. But, you know, no guarantees that your kid's going to still like you Yeah. <laughs> when you're 80 <laughs> and want to take care of you anyway. But um, but yeah, so we we've put our plan in place so that we don't so that we can take care of ourselves. We don't need a child to take care of us. But but otherwise, no, I'm like I said, I'm selfish and I'm happy to have not had kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that is really awesome to hear. I'm 52 and I don't regret it. Yeah. yeah so I think I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> a segue right here. You've already kind of mentioned the term selfish, which is a label that gets thrown on people without kids a lot, especially those who like have had the audacity to choose not to have kids. So how do you feel about that label? I am happy to be selfish. I mean, whose business is it anyway? You know, if, if, I don't want to have kids. If I want to live my life for me, then yeah. that's my choice. Because, yeah, I'm selfish about my time, for sure. My body. Because children wreck those things. Yes. 
and just money too, because we we get to spend our money the way we want and save for the future and yeah, things. I mean, not that parents can't travel, but I don't have to go to Disney World if I don't want to go. Yes. And I don't have to spend the weekend at a hotel pool because my kid doesn't want to go like to some weird museum. So we just, yeah, we have freedoms that we wouldn't have if we had children. And I'm totally fine to be selfish. I don't mind at all. Somebody thinks I'm selfish. I say, yes, I am. (laughs) Because I am. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's such an interesting word to me because I know growing up, it was used very, very negatively. Yeah, it was like one of the worst things you could be considered in my family, at least, it felt like to be called you selfish. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just like my own little bubble or if that's like, like everyone has sort of an aversion to being selfish. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, it's it's a negative connotation. Yeah. It means you're, you're a bad person because you're only thinking about yourself. But I think the pandemic for sure has taught us all that we need to take time for ourselves. There's no reason that we can't be selfish even if you have a kid you can still be selfish with your time and yeah. just take, take time for yourself i mean that's what it's all about you're this is your one life and right so do what do what makes you happy and i mean don't do anything to hurt anybody any other person but yeah you know, take what's yours and i think that's perfectly fine i agree <laughs> <laughs> i think i am also i quite selfish <laughs> and learning to be okay with it yeah yes I think I'm a better person when I take the time for myself. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then it gives you time, you know, gives you energy to help other people in other ways. Totally. Hey, listeners, I am really excited to announce that I am launching an eight-week program to help you create your child-free life vision. I'm taking my experience from coaching numerous child-free women and condensing it into eight specifically targeted weeks that will set you up to live your most fulfilling child-free life. Deciding you don't want kids is a huge step, but it's just the beginning. For those who have kids, there's a whole road mapped out. For those who don't have kids, the future isn't quite so straightforward. And so that's where I come in. With my coaching skills and experience coaching other child-free women, I'll help you create a vision for your most fulfilling child-free life based on you, your goals, dreams, and desires. If you're listening to this thinking you don't even know where to start with goals, dreams, and desires, then this is the exact program for you. There are three spots available for the month of May. You can claim yours by signing up for the Child-Free Life Vision Program through my website, AnnaOlson.com. Just look for the banner at the top of the page and click there. I'll link it in the show notes of this episode as well. I cannot wait to help you create a vision for your future that you are so excited about. Another thing I'm curious about is like, what opportunities has being child-free allowed for you in your life? I would say with with the job that I had, because I wouldn't have been able to do archaeology. And that's actually what I studied in college, but then spent seven years after college just kind of hopping around doing other stuff before yeah. I got into archaeology. But with a, having a kid, you wouldn't be able to just you and your husband go off and go out and work for a week or 10 day stretch. And so wouldn't have been able to do that. We don't travel extensively, but sometimes we're just decide on a whim. We're going to take a four day weekend and just run up to Duluth or something. And hard to do that with kids or you know, we like to go on beer tourism trips, basically, <laughs> is, you know, go somewhere that has a brewery. And I guess these days they're getting more child friendly, but, oh right, you know, don't want to sit there and 
drink for a few hours when you have a kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unless you have a ride home. But yeah, so yeah, being able to go wherever we want, whenever, and then money, definitely. We can afford things. We don't live a lavish lifestyle at all, but we can afford things that we want. Yeah. And saving for the future then is, you know, a big one so that we can take care of ourselves. Right. In our dotage. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess the way I see it is just freedom, mm. which I suppose is kind of sad. <laughs> but to not, like not saying that people that have children are, you know, trapped or anything, but right. just a little easier to, to do what we want to do. Yeah. It's interesting. I feel like freedom comes up with a lot of child-free people I talk to. So I, I don't know if it's like, I'd be curious, like what are, if we looked at people, parents versus non-parents, like core values, like is freedom just like way higher? Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, but also people that I know that have kids tend to go more places than I do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they do have more freedom. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> when you were like, uh, at some point in your life, were there other like strong female role models that you looked to? Because hearing your story, I was kind of struck by just like how you were very independent even before you met your husband. And I don't know, to me, you're like a very strong woman. And I'm just curious, was there anyone that you like, any feminists you followed or? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I think, you know, I guess my mom, because she was divorced. My parents got divorced when, she, when I was 15. And so she spent, you know, the next three years that I was in high school being a single mom working full time and she always worked. And so, I mean, I think I learned my independence from her. Like I could do this myself. I don't, I don't need anybody. I don't need a man to do this stuff. But yeah. And so, yeah, I did. I was very independent. I don't know that I had anybody else that I looked to, but I know I always kind of notice the people around me and who doesn't have kids. Yeah. You know, and kind of like, hey, she's pretty cool. She doesn't have kids. Okay. And like feeling a little bit better if I like the person, I admire them. It's like, yeah, they're doing all this stuff and they don't have a kid either. So, yeah. Cool. So, in those ways, yeah, I kind of, you know, sought out people. It's like, don't feel too alone because I'm not the only one out here that's right. doing this. So, and there's a couple of women at work that I know don't have kids. And so, yeah, sometimes I would like to, you know, dig and find out their story too. But, but then again, sometimes you don't want to ask if somebody doesn't have kids because, you know, you don't know if it's a choice or not a choice. Right. So it's kind of a hard subject to to bring up. Yeah, totally. Because then you don't know how to, like, if they say, well, I'm infertile, then you're like, okay, now what do I, now what do I say? <laughs> Open mouth, insert foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is always tricky because it's kind of like, oh, like, we could be part of our club yeah, or, right. oh, no, sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then you wonder too, like, well, even if they were, do they reach a certain age and now they're just like embracing it? So it could be okay, but yeah, you just don't know. And it's yeah. hard. Yeah. So do you, for anyone listening to this, who's sort of like, I like my life without kids, but sometimes I worry about the future or do you have any advice or any encouragement for the listeners? I would just say, trust your gut. I mean, you know, if you're, you know, if you don't want kids, cause it's, you know, to have them just because, you know, like, one of the podcasts that I listened to that her mother-in-law was freaking out on her about that. It's just like, well, don't have a kid just because you're getting pressure from, you know, your partner's family or yeah. friends are just like, well, you need to have a kid or we can't do our thing anymore. Just trust yourself and, and be selfish. It's not, not horrible to be selfish. Yeah. Just 
live your own life for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have any grand words of wisdom, but. No, I think that what, like, trusting your own gut and your own instincts, I think that is so important. Yeah. Yeah, because we had talked before and I would said that, you know, when my husband had cancer and he was going through radiation and they said, you know, don't use this as birth control, but he might become sterile that we're just like, well, should we freeze some eggs? What should we what should we do? Because now that that, you know, it's going to be taken away from us. Do we want that? And so I'm glad I trusted my gut and we didn't do that because, yeah, and now we'd be running around like a nine year old kid, <laughs> <laughs> like too exhausted. I'm too old for that. So, yeah, yeah, just trust yourself and you know what you want and what you don't want. And How long did it take for you to like kind of come to a place of just having a decision at that point? During the cancer treatment? Yeah, when you were sort of faced with it. I don't think it took us long. Okay. You know, it was just kind of like a day or two, with, you know, when we first heard this, that it was like, well, let's think about this. And But, you know, all we had to do was spend spend some time with his brother's family. And it's like, yeah, no, we don't want that. Because <laughs> with three kids running around, it's like, no, no, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we were pretty sure. It's just that, yeah, that idea that somebody could take that away from us yeah and that's like another podcast of yours that i listened i had a lot of time to listen to some this week so i was listening to a bunch but one gal who said that at like 21 she wanted to get get her tubes tied and the yeah. doctor's like mm, no you can't so i think it's like pretty ballsy that she knew like this is what i want because yeah. for me it was like well i've always got birth control i can have one if i want but i don't want one but yeah once somebody was gonna take it away yeah it was like kind of made you think do i in the end right no <laughs> <laughs> not that i don't like kids but yeah i right. just i just want to give them back yeah <laughs> yes me too more of a babysitter than a <laughs> than a mother <laughs> right yeah i love the i love the fun aunt role that's yes <laughs> yeah that's what we always said too that we're going to be you know all the millions that we're going to save by not having a kid then we'll be the ones that like your strange aunt died and left you like two million dollars. Yes. <laughs> we need those people. <laughs> yeah. I always thought it'd be more fun too being the cool aunt, even if it's not a biological niece or nephew, but like because I think there are so many moments where, especially in like the teen years where they're starting to butt heads with their parents. And if you can be like a safe space for someone yeah. going through that, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be that for anyone, but I'd be happy to. <laughs> yeah. One question I sometimes ask people is, what does family mean to you? Yeah, I think it's the, the people that, that you love and you love back that, I mean, I've got good friends that they're family. I've had work you know, work people in the past that were through archaeology, we did different like blood, sweat and tears. And so <laughs> I consider them part of my family, too. And yeah, I don't think it's it needs to be blood. You know, I've got lots of, you know, I am Aunt Dana to a number of children, my friends, children. So, I mean, it's all yeah, it's all one big family. I don't need I mean, I have a big family on my mom's side, but, you know, I've got a lot of a lot of friends that I consider family. Yeah. Because, yeah, we just we care about each other. We've been through up and down, good and bad, ugly, and we're still there. So if they're willing to stick with me, then I'll call them family. <laughs> <laughs> they know who they are. <laughs> I love that. I think it's a much more expansive view of family, too. And it, 
adds more meaning to life if you can let people beyond your bloodline into that close yep. circle yep. of connection. And I spend a lot more holidays with my friends than my family anyway. So yeah. my mom's in Arizona, my brother's in Colorado, and got a lot of family up in the cities, though, but I don't go up for holidays, so... It's too snowy. We have our, we, I know. <laughs> we have our little friend holiday get-togethers, and so that's that's cool. That's during um during COVID, we had a couple friend groups that we all sort of we were like our pod mm-hmm. got together, and so that was the first year that we got to do holidays with friends. It was so fun. Like I know it's we, nice. We still talk about it. Like we got together with one of the couples. They moved to lacrosse now, but we had dinner with them last Friday and. It just like we weren't even talking about holidays, but it just was like, remember during COVID when we got to spend like Christmas and New Year's and Thanksgiving together? I was like, yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, because for us, Christmas, we because my husband's parents always go, they live 45 minutes from us. And so they always go to Clear Lake to spend oh. your Cedar Falls or Clear Lake. They have two homes to spend time with my husband's brother and their family. And they always say, do you want to come? And we're like, mm, no, we'll just, we'll just spend, spend Christmas at home. So we do, you know, Festivus on the 23rd with our friends. So that's <laughs> what you've been involved in. And then yeah, Christmas Eve, we just stay at home and cook a nice dinner. And then Christmas day, open presents and dogs get presents. And then we just lay around for the rest of the day and we don't have to go anywhere if you don't want to. <laughs> oh, I love that. That sounds like the best. It is. It is <laughs> Was there ever a time where it was like you had to break from the family? Like you guys went to the in-laws as a tradition and then you had to break that or were you able to set this from the beginning? We spent one Christmas with my husband's brother and his family. And that was just, that was, the kids were all young and it was very frenetic. And it was like, yeah, no, that's too exhausting (laughs) for us. And so normally they get Thanksgiving. Okay. So Thanksgiving is always with his whole family and... Sometimes in December, we'll do a cookie making party. Oh, fun. But since the kids are mostly grown, we don't really do that anymore. But yeah. So yeah, they get Thanksgiving and maybe cookie party. But cool. then Christmas is ours. I love that. <laughs> so, and they're fine with that. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. I think people should claim holidays and spend them how they want to. Yeah. Not doing things out of obligation. But Yeah. And my mom won't come to the Midwest in the winter. So no fear of having her. <laughs> crash Christmas. <laughs> I don't blame her. Although if I was you, I might crash her Christmas. I know. Yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dana. This has been a blast. Thanks for saying yes to coming on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's not as bad as public speaking. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not a public speaker. So. <laughs> awesome. All right. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you haven't already, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. This is how we reach more people. And in doing so, that's how we break the stigma. I would really appreciate your support in that and helping this podcast reach more listeners. And if you're someone who is struggling with any aspect of your child-free life, head over to my website and book your free clarity call. We'll talk about how you can start living your best child-free life with intention and purpose today.